Chapter Twenty of the Star Chamber: An Historical Romance, Volume Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Star Chamber: An Historical Romance, Volume Two, by William Harrison Ainsworth. Chapter Twenty a place of refuge after quitting de gondomar as before related sir jocelyn hurried along holborn with the intention of proceeding to aveline's cottage which was at no great distance from ely house though in a secluded situation withdrawn from the road and he was just about to strike into the narrow lane leading to it when he was arrested by the voice of clement lanyere who had followed him unobserved stay sir jocelyn i beg of you cried the promoter coming quickly up to him you are rushing on certain destruction you must not go nigh that cottage to-day no nor for several days to come foes are lying in ambush round it and the only spectacle you will afford her you love will be that of your arrest there was an earnestness in the speaker's manner that could not fail to carry conviction of his sincerity to the breast of his hearer by my soul i speak the truth said lanyere perceiving the impression he had made as you will find if you go many steps further place yourself in my hands and i will save you what motive can you have for acting thus demanded sir jocelyn what interest do you take in me do not question me now you shall have full explanation hereafter be satisfied i am a friend perchance your best friend come with me and i will take you to a place of safety but what is to happen to aveline cried the young knight in deep anxiety i will endeavour to watch over her replied the promoter and i trust no harm will befall her at all events you will deprive yourself of the power of rendering her any protection if you are rash enough to go forward now struck by the force of these remarks our young knight felt he had no alternative but to submit to circumstances and he accordingly agreed to accept the aid proffered him by his mysterious friend but it was not without feelings of intense anguish that he turned away from the path leading to the little secluded cottage containing all he held dear and followed his conductor who seemed resolved to allow him no time for further hesitation but proceeding at a rapid pace towards the west till he reached broad st giles then a rural village and entered a small tavern bearing the sign of the rose and crown the landlord of which appeared to have an understanding with the promoter for at a sign from him he immediately ushered his guests into a chamber upstairs and without saying a word left them alone together here you will be secure and undisturbed said lanyere and all your wants will be cared for by my trusty ally barnabas bottler but for your own sake you must consent to remain a close prisoner 
till i bring you word that you may go forth with safety i must now leave you having much to do and must defer the explanations i designed to give you to a more convenient season be not uneasy if you should not see me for a few days as circumstances may prevent my coming to you when i next appear i trust it may be to bring you good tidings till then farewell and without waiting for any reply from sir jocelyn he hastily departed left alone our young knight did the best he could to reconcile himself to the strange situation in which he was placed he was naturally full of anxiety both on his own account and on that of Aveline. yet on calm reflection he felt satisfied he had acted for the best and that in accepting the protection of the mysterious individual who seemed bent upon directing his fortunes he had followed the dictates of prudence barnabas bottler attended him in person and suffered no one else to come near him but though the worthy host seemed anxious to anticipate his wants in every particular his manner was reserved and in sir jocelyn's opinion he had something of the look of a jailer and this notion was strengthened when he found himself locked in his room probably this was only done as a precautionary measure by the host and as the window was at no great height from the ground and he could descend from it when he chose he gave himself no great concern about the matter in this way three days passed by without anything occurring to break the monotony of his wearisome confinement not even a visit from clement lanyere to sir jocelyn's inquiries concerning him the host professed utter inability to give a precise answer but said that he might arrive at any moment as he did not appear however on the fourth day sir jocelyn's patience got quite worn out and his uneasiness respecting Aveline having become insupportable he determined at all hazards on visiting her cottage without acquainting the host with his intention or asking to have the door unfastened he opened the window which looked into a garden at the back of the house and sprang from it his furtive departure did not appear to be noticed and he soon gained the road and took the direction of Aveline's dwelling End of chapter twenty